so we need more breweries in Cincinnati. And Elijah, you said specifically... We need a British-style brewery with cask ales, um, you know, cask engines, mm-hmm. maybe three or four of those. Some uh, just it's, We are lacking in British styles. I know we have German heritage. That's, sure. That's what Cincinnati is sure. all about is, you know, we embrace that. But, but anymore, Cincinnati is a much broader... Um, beer consumer, like it's not right. just the the loggers, the pills, you know, it's not just the air quotes, the classic styles anymore. I mean, look at all of the complete, like just going around the table here, there are multiple different styles. There are, I mean, Urban Artifact, a sour only brewery. There really, there are other breweries here that have sour programs, but nothing that has stuck to be just a, a brewery purely based off of one style, which I know isn't right. what you're talking about. Right. You were saying, you know, a couple taps on on those engines and then whatever other styles on all that. But but I do agree. We need more breweries and we need more variety because there's still a lot of different things out there that we're missing. I, I think it as a whole, we need breweries that are more niche-focused with, with their styles. Mm-hmm. I mean, Urban, they fell right into the the sour and the fruited beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Midwest well, tart, tart, tarts, yes, tarts. Yes, yes, yes. Not, yeah. not beer, Brett. Don't. Uh, we'll, we'll get a wild Sasquatch yeah. showing up in here to like you know. <laughs> no, you're wrong. It's not beer. It's a tart. <laughs> but it is. I, I I agree with you 100. percent I think that there are enough people that would appreciate that extra niche, niche, however you want to say it, in the Cincinnati craft beer world mm-hmm. to make it work. Yes, it's not, it might not be, you know, as big of a draw as, you know, a Mad Tree or a, you know, West Side or, you know, an Urban Artifact, but it's something that people are going to go, oh, I haven't had anything like that before. Mm-hmm. Now I have a place where I can go and experience that, and maybe I go there on Mondays. No, yeah. no, that, 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 that's a lie. <laughs> There's not a single damn brewery that's open on a Monday. <laughs> there are a couple, but there are not few. many. There are a few, but not many. Um, but right, it's it's... It's something that that it, it's a gap that still needs to be filled. And I, I and think peop- so. Yeah, and people that I, I say the there are too many breweries, it. there's not room for more breweries. There are plenty of room. There's plenty of room for a lot more. Yeah, I think the the community would love that. Love that. Um, yeah, it's a. I don't want to say it's uh, like a to a to a, a small neighborhood degree. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think that's one of the big. Uh, comments through talking through this clickbait headline article <laughs> which is basically you know um are there too many breweries too many here breweries. it's like no there's, yeah. not a there's, no there's not there's not enough because you still have these pockets that that there's there's still a need a want a, a desire that's that hasn't yet been filled here in cincinnati right and yeah. we're still yeah. not even at our historical high no it? no not at all we're still what a over a hundred away, something like that, something ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, every, just about every new construction uh, uh, place that's going up is wanting a brewery to anchor. Oh its, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's business. I mean, there there's business people out there that want more breweries. And mm-hmm. now again, keeping the keeping the thought of scale in mind, it's mm-hmm. like, look, mm-hmm. if if we're going to be the neighborhood place. Um, yeah, there's plenty of room for that. And I think a, a, 
uh, pub ales or English style place would be would be really fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not gonna be. It might not be the biggest place, but again, most of the the I feel like the most popular breweries in Cincinnati are the smaller ones. They are those neighborhood breweries, the ones that you can't always go and find parking. You know, they're they're the place <laughs> well, that you show up and you're I, like, I oh, know. gotta circle I mean, the block a couple times. We we could use popular, and it, it depends on how you're grading it, right? That's true. Because That's true. the the most popular. If we're going by volumes uh, drank or volumes produced, is Rheingeist. Right. And that's true. And, and that's it's huge. a extreme drop off. The, 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 the step oh, yeah. off the cliff is huge to the second. This is very biggest. true. Very true. Um, so everybody, it, and, and the, the middle in this is also very small. So, so the lead is one mm-hmm. without even being close. The middle has a handful, mm-hmm. and then everybody else is under, I don't know what, everybody else is going to be under 5,000, 4,000 barrels? Yeah, yeah I mean, so. The majority of the 10,000 craft breweries registered with the Brewers Association make under 1,000 barrels mm-hmm. across right. the United States. Right. right. So if you're, if you're in this game, you're in it for the, the, the that small a thousand volume barrel right. that yeah, thousand yeah, yeah. barrel volume yeah. right and you know and, and you're using and you're using a, a a system what between five and seven barrels ten barrels right. maybe and that that small volume is that's where you blur the line between you know art and passion and um needing to make enough money to to survive and thrive right True. i, th- yeah. I think they have yeah. to come together because right. if they don't come together you have a flash in the pan right. or you have somebody that uh, a brewery that ends up closing or a brewery that ends up being acquired by somebody somebody else who uh, can bring a, a a new vision and funds into whatever right. is whatever it is that 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 brewery started with right uh so yeah but yeah, I think there's space. There's plenty. What, what, what's another? What's another thing? We're gonna avoid the term gimmick or gag. Uh, <laughs> what's another thing that that we in this community could use in a brewery that is underrepresented or we don't have at all? Bigger beer gardens. Mm. Bigger beer gardens. Yeah. Well, food. food yeah. 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 And a British style brewery. The and food menu would be yes. Itself. Yes. Oh. Uh, come on over on Sunday mornings to get your British breakfast. Your English breakfast with your baked, baked beans and everything. Yes. Your bangers. Bangers and mash. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, my God. The, no, those I, pictures of British breakfast look just terrible. Oh, my awful. God. I, no, I, I couldn't do it. Just awful. I couldn't do it. Is that why they have so much tea is to help that? Help to help that the digestion British, go yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we've just had this super heavy nightmare of a meal we need something well, that just those, those beans get your fiber in the morning <sighs> right so you're fine the yeah. <laughs> forget the steel cut oats i'm just gonna have some beans and barbecue sauce oh or whatever my God. it is i don't even know i don't yeah yeah if you're familiar with english breakfast let us know yeah exactly what the hell you guys are doing over there look man i, look, I get I it a little know. eggs a little bacon a little sausage that's fine whatever. that's fine yeah. that's but fine what are you doing but then with- a grilled tomato or something like that? Why do you have no. a tomato <laughs> and then beans and then I don't know. What what is happening? But you got your this fried cod. This is why cod. we revolted. 
True. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got fish and got chips. chips. But so aside from the food, to go back to the question, what else like are we missing? I yeah. don't think enough breweries. There, there are a good number of them, but I want to see more breweries that have better beer gardens, like Fibonacci, mm-hmm. an actual like grass space. They have like, goats are and fine. chickens. Right. Yeah. Well, they don't. Not all of them need goats, chickens, cows, pig, you know, whatever livestock, or you know, bees, whatever. But. <laughs> I think that that there aren't enough places that have prioritized, and it's purely just you know the space that's available to them. Like mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a, a fault of these breweries, but I think that there are so many missed opportunities for an actual decent-sized outdoor space to enjoy your beer in. I'm gonna so take, I'm going to say beer gardens for that. I'm going to take a different angle okay. and to to build from Fibonacci. They have an Airbnb. How come yes. Ryan Geist doesn't have oh, three man. hotel rooms in it or something? That'd be awesome. Ooh, that would. Be I mean, fantastic. you don't have the space to put two or three hotel rooms in there, and for someone to actually, you know. But now you got to run a hotel. I get it. You need someone sure. to clean the rooms. You need someone to check it people in. It adds a in. whole separate business. It adds another. It, yeah. But it, that's the point. That's it adds true. another sure. business sure. to the business. G- give me, give me an Airbnb in that uh, rectory next to Urban Artifact. Oh my Hell God! Yes. yes, yes, yes. I love that, man. So we need more, not only do we need more breweries, we need more breweries, more more um, specialized breweries. Would that be yeah. fair to say? Yeah, more I specialized think... breweries with beer gardens and with attached either Airbnbs or rooms for rent, hotel spaces that the breweries own that you yeah. can, you know, look out of a window from your hotel room, Airbnb room in the morning and see someone, you know, just pouring hops into a tank. Yeah. That would be, be fantastic. Awesome. Although... I don't know. These brewers might get a show that they're not asking for if uh, <laughs> if you leave it up to some some of these people. Well, let's say the um, let's say the argument of there are too many breweries is true. Um, have the breweries maybe experiment more? Yeah, I would love yeah. to see people take their. Uh, I'd love to see breweries take their um, their cores whatever mm-hmm. they may be, their flagships, and experiment more. I know Westside mm-hmm. does that incredibly well. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's the reason they are my favorite. Um, Rheingeist but, does, but they're, it all stays very, I feel like, close to the chest of yeah, the tap right. room. I mean, you, you got know, Truth, Juicy Truth. And, well, uh, but beyond that, when you get to the tap room, there's like a whole separate, yeah, you know, yeah, like an, almost an entire flight or, you know, I, I would, board I would, worth. Challenge breweries to always have something experimental out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something. I, w- I would love to see more, more experimental offerings in the tap rooms. Yeah, g- give uh, give the brewer some creative freedom to put a, a small keg of something that like uh, this. I w- I was inspired by this. Yeah, or so- something like I, I had a dream about adding I don't know grapefruit to a. Porter, I don't know. What, whatever it may <laughs> hey, be. Hey, you never know. Yeah, let, right, let, right. let them do it. At right. worst, you waste what one keg. Like, let, so, let them do it. Let let them experiment. Like, so to yeah. build on that, what about breweries opening up second locations that are purely experimental, like a la you know Braxton Labs? Yeah, they had a second location that was purely for their experimental side. It was still a completely different tap. And that was, was my favorite location space. of theirs. It was great. Right, right. I, th- I think the average... I think that would work, too, as yeah. far as adding breweries to the yeah. area. I think the average person is not looking for uh, that experience, though. I, th- I think the average person going into a brewery is wanting their default. Sure, They're wanting sure. to just see their friends and then drink their default beer. But, but one of the things that makes a good 
like Beer City, um, you know, like a Grand Rapids or an Asheville or, you know, something like that is giving those experiences that drive people to want to come. Sure. Yeah. And, and have, oh, you know, I can get truth in my, you know, hometown, but if I, I actually I can't get journey the gadget, to Rhine, right. Geist, what can I get there? Or, you know, I can get gadget, I can order X, Y, and Z beers from Urban Artifact and have it shipped to me in 17 or 18 different right. states. Right, and France. Right. But... I could go to the tap room if I actually visit Cincinnati. Right. There's this whole other line of beers that I can get from them that they're not canning because right. they are those experimental, right. those, those smaller batch. I think that's my point, beers. though. I, th okay. I think okay. the uh, it, you said like Braxton Labs. Mm -hmm. I, I think the idea there is you do want to experiment, but I don't think that should be the primary focus mm -hmm. because there's always going to be somebody who says the give me a Bud Light. Um, right. sure. and I, I think there should always be like, I, I love the creative freedom. I think that should be explored more. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I do have default beers I go to, um, but I, I love going into a tap room I've been in before and seeing something on the menu I've never had. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get it. Yeah. Right. Um, the, where, where I see the, the problem is a brewery that, doesn't have that default to fall back on if for mm -hmm. some reason I may not like anything. Yeah. Um, I think my, my, if I were to open up a second location for an existing brewery for more of the experimental side, my guess or what I would think that they would do is maybe they have, we'll just say 10 taps. Maybe five to seven of those are the experimental mm -hmm. stuff, but then they, they have those reserved for their flagships, for the ones that they know anyone that's familiar with our name or just wants that Bud Light, we're going to have some of the like classic default, sure. traditional, popular, whatever, you know, the flagship styles there. Um, I don't, I think Braxton Labs didn't really have any of their main they, beers. They had, there, I think, or did they two have? or three of okay, them. But okay. they had like 25 tabs. Right, right. Yeah, there was, there was definitely something for you no matter what you were looking for. Right. Um, yeah, I think we only went there two or three yeah. times, so I, I couldn't quite I would have liked to see, and I think it would have been more successful if, if it was more of a blend. Yeah. If, mm -hmm. if, if uh, Labs had 75% new stuff, 25% of the, the core stuff, and then uh, the, the, the Braxton location had about 25% mm -hmm. of Labs stuff, mm -hmm. and then you, you, get the, um, you, you get the cross... Pollination, I guess. Yeah. Of people yeah. wanting something different. Sure, that makes sense. And I, I, I just think um, always having an option of somebody to explore something they've never had is important. Mm -hmm. And um, I know a lot of the breweries they do very well with their cores and all that. I just I do think it's very important to have something on tap that makes people makes even a frequent flyer mm -hmm. of that brewery to go. That's new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, give me a uh, Rheingeist Outer Reaches exclusive tap room. Ooh, more smoked that would beers. Be fun. Yeah, give me more smoked beers. Yes, smoked beers. Give me more smoked beers. Roush beers all day. Yes. I, I, I as had long you as turn this done mic well. on so I could say smoked <laughs> beer. So um, that, that's my point. Make us make a smoked beer something weird. A smoked yeah. IPA. Yeah. Why isn't that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> I, you never know. I'm sure it'll come up eventually. Uh, well, let's go ahead and what I'd like to do is for everyone that comes in that wants to get on mic is ask the same questions. I think this would be yeah, yeah. a really cool thing to blend together into kind of our like part two of our 100th episode of are there too many breweries in Cincinnati? 
argue for, argue against, and what do you want to see in the addition of of more breweries? So, Elijah, thank you so much for for kickstarting this conversation <laughs> because this is exactly why we do what we do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see who else shows up, and we'll keep on having fun. All right. All right. We are going to talk now to Dippa Josh. Hello. So Josh, Hello. about uh, the, the big question that we talked to Elijah about earlier, are there too many breweries in Cincinnati? And what do you think? And why or why not? Yeah, and just not to, like, lob a, you know, just... Grenade. <laughs> dead fish or anything like that. And this is something that we're hoping the several of the other uh, folks that came and attended uh, today for our 100th podcast episode are going to give comments on. So what I'm going to do, since I did speak when Elijah was on, I'm going to just uh, be on a set of, of uh, headphones and I kind will let Julia drive oh, the God. conversation. This terrible and, uh, idea. Ooh. Terrible dip, idea. Dip a Josh gets started first. Yes. All right. So what do you think? So I think no. And I will... Uh, I will compare it to... No, there aren't too many breweries? Correct. Okay, just making... I will compare it to collectible spoons or whatever people call it. Okay. I think, uh, it's, Im I, I think it's important that people have uh, different places to visit, mm -hmm. different things to achieve. Uh, I've never been here, so I'm going to go here and uh, make it a point to try something new. I think if there were, let's say, 10 breweries in Cincinnati and that was the cap and there was never um, an opportunity to be more than 10 breweries, uh, people would get really tired of those breweries. Mm -hmm. I mean, people would still drink it, but people would get in, like genuinely tired of the same thing every time. So for you... I, you feel that we could use, we could still use more breweries because the variety, after a while with the current number would sort of stagnate a bit so the, i mean <laughs> julia and i have made an effort to try to continue to visit every cincinnati quote-unquote region brewery um give or take and uh there are still some we have not made it to mm -hmm. just um, i think there are like five, or, five I, or six i think maybe? that's exciting i think yeah. i think uh the opportunity to visit a brewery we've not been to and try new beers, depending or not uh, if they can or if I've had them already. Uh, having them on tap is different than having them in a can. And I, th I think it's important to uh, make it out to these breweries and um, see what they're about, see what the vibe is like, see, see if I like it. See, um, it could be that I enjoy the beer in a can, but I absolutely hated the brewery. And it, like, I ain't calling names, but I we we've had a couple where I thought they were actually a stinker when we, when we went to the brewery, and uh, I've enjoyed their beer in a can otherwise since. But I think it's definitely important that um, there are. I'm feeling adventurous today. Let's hit up a brewery we haven't been to, and if there's not a brewery to visit, um, I think that eventually this the the avid brewery goer. Uh, the same old, same old would genuinely get boring. So do you think that there is a limit? Like if you get to a place where there's a brewery on every single corner, would you then say, like, is, is there a limit to where you would feel Cincinnati has too many breweries? Like Personally. Hit a limit. Or do you think that 
that just doesn't exist because of that desire for variety and personally no um as a person i personally can only visit one brewery at a time regardless of how often i can visit a brewery i'm only able to be at one brewery at a time um if i do want to go to a repeat brewery it is a brewery i've never been to or or or, or sorry if, if i want to go to a repeat brewery and have a beer i've had before um then that's a decision I need to make. But if I do decide I want to go to a brewery I've never been to, uh, then um, I'm trying something new. And I think that's a benefit. Do you think that for new breweries to come along and to be, I don't say like accepted into the Cincinnati craft brewing community, but for it to be something that people go, oh, great, another brewery, for them to be excited about it, does there need to be something specific about that brewery, a different aesthetic to use the fable Brewworks example or a different um type of beer that they specialize in sours from urban artifact that type of thing or do you think that a brewery could open with kind of the i i say the exact same lineup it's going to be their own beer their own styles but you know lagers ipas the same styles just their beers and it's still going to be just as accepted accepted is the wrong word but it's the first one that came to mind as something that's a little more specialize in one way or another. Does that make sense? I, I think it's important that breweries have their own style because mm-hmm. that's what sets them that's what sets them apart from other breweries. Okay. Um, do I think they need to be absolutely distinct from other breweries? Not necessarily because I, I genuinely think competition is good. Okay. Um, yeah, that's fair. It competition force, forces p- companies to innovate. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing uh, companies get stagnant because they're quote unquote the top and uh, they, uh, people have decided they know what's best, uh, that gets stale. Yeah. And I, I think over long term, I genuinely think that uh, companies do need to innovate to stay relevant, and I'm all for that. Okay. So uh, if, if another brewery comes along, let's say uh, another company comes along, or another brewery comes along and they're rivaling urban art, what Urban Artifact is doing, um, I'm all for that because that forces Urban to uh, rethink things and uh, assess maybe we should figure out a different way to approach a sour. Okay, uh, and if there's... Sorry, go ahead and finish your... Yeah, just... Yeah, that's fine. Go okay. On. I was just going to say, there's something that, kind of like we mentioned with Elijah earlier, is there something that you really want to see in the brewery space in Cincinnati that doesn't currently... I don't say doesn't currently exist, but as a new brewery, you would love to see this feature be that a beer part of the aesthetic part of the tap room like i said more beer gardens similar to fibonacci like actual open air spaces you know underneath trees to be able to sit and to enjoy your beer is there anything specific that you think new breweries should be trying to aim for as they keep popping up i would just like to see breweries get a little weird with what they're doing okay um use west side as an example they were using uh, a smoker and they were offering uh one of their beers as a smoked option mm-hmm. That's and true. you could just get a on the spot smoked beer and that was just a cool little innovation that i thought set them apart from something yeah yeah fair. you could literally get your beer smoked like the way they infuse cocktails yeah oh, okay. like on, on demand you could be like could i get that smoked and, and they could do that 
And I just thought that was like a cool innovation and it sets yeah. them apart. And that, that, that actually draws people in mm-hmm. to a brewery like that. Well, and they used and to have their fruit infused Fridays, right. or whatever it was. Yeah, like right. anything to switch things up, get weird with it. Like uh, it, it's, some companies don't. They had a they had a filter thing. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what some companies don't have the capacity to do it, and I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think to some capacity, uh, they should be innovating to some degree, and uh, mixing it up a bit. If you have a standard lager or something, make it weird. Like have an option to make it weird, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I just think I think. Yeah, that that sounds awesome. Like, wh- whatever it may be, just uh, innovate a bit. And I, I think uh, that's enough to draw someone in on, like, a Thursday. If there's nothing else going on, like, oh, there's a cool food truck here, and they're doing something weird where they're muddling herbs into a beer, that's going to draw me in. And it's different enough that it, it it's um, it's something others aren't doing. I think that's I think it's cool. So, Caroline, you're also on a hot mic. What what do you think? Are there too many breweries in Cincinnati? Yes, no. And if no, we need more. What do you want to see? What so what I, needs to keep happening to keep more people from mm-hmm. saying over and over, too many breweries here? So, taking it back to like pre-prohibition in Cincinnati, downtown Cincinnati, every third bar, every third door you hit on Vine Street, at a maximum could be every other door, was a bar. Mm-hmm. Right. We are a drinking city. Yeah. We kept Ohio wet for a very long time, single-handedly, before Prohibition. <laughs> um, Did that in high school. Oh, we... Was that your nickname in high school? <laughs> <laughs> we have... Keeping it wet. Oh, boy. We have the most faith in our sports teams, whether or not sometimes that's misplaced. We drink when they win. We drink when they lose. Not wrong. We drink when they do okay. Um, we just the Reds drink. Doing, by the way, I I haven't kept track since they had that big win streak. Um, I think, as as has been stated by other people, we're not necessarily going to get another Rheingeist in Cincinnati, something that's that large. But we don't need it. But we yeah we don't need it now. Do I need more breweries on the west side of Cincinnati? Absolutely. Yes, very much so, please. Yes. Um, do they need to be big? No. no. I mean, so Brinks and still uh-huh. claim to fame is that they are small, but they are putting out really, really good beers. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have, not until moderately recently, were they actually putting out beers in mass packaging. True. And um, as long as you're willing to keep that neighborhood either feel or just these are what our aspirations are we're not trying to be the next anchor of the midwest Mm -hmm. we want to be the anchor on this side of cincinnati um i think there's plenty of space for more breweries there is no more anchor in the midwest oh (laughs) shots fired not wrong (laughs) not wrong at all so because i know that you know talking about west side best side Mm -hmm. For me, the closest brewery to where I am is Westside. That's about seven minutes. Mm -hmm. I think that 13 Below is the next closest, and that's 15 to 20, depending on traffic going down River Road, all that. Which which one of the seven ways do you take to get there? Right, exactly. Depending on... Oh. (laughs) I I don't know if you want to claim that one. There's Mm. a few different ways to take that one. 
Not wrong. But similar to what Noam was saying on the Weekly Pint when this question came up is if there's not a brewery within like 10 minutes, within like an easy walking distance, easy, I would say public, you know, transit, but we all know what a joke that is in Cincinnati. (laughs) Currently, uh, for me, it's not super easy to get to more than one brewery. And I would love to see that change. If Verge moves in where they're supposed to move in, that would be great. For you guys, you and Joe just moved. You were... Which one, was Westside the closest to you, and what was yeah. the second West closest? Westside was closest, and 13 Below was probably the second closest. Okay. And what not, about now? Not a huge difference between the two. Now 13 Below is way closer. Okay. It's like four stoplights away. Okay. Um, but outside of that, so you but have outside of one, that, you're, what, 20-plus minutes from the next closest brewery? Westside's probably a good 20 minutes away. Now. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, Joe, do you kind of want to share in the... Oh, uh, West Side is further from us now. Okay. So I don't know if I'm hot or whatever, but yeah, you are. Okay, cool. I mean, I know you, you don't are have definitely very sexy. Uh, oh, yeah. so. here we go. Um, yeah, West Side is um, a little bit further. Um, that was kind of the trade-off of the new house. Mm-hmm. Thirteen below. I mean, it's a good. It's like our spot. It's like a. It's like the neighborhood bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but there need to be. That's the. There appeal. need to be more of those, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cabana oh, by yeah. the river is right there Dude, as well. Dude, we went to the Cabana on the river. We were buying like $3 beers, like Yinglings. It was it was awesome. So the, the, and then we went to 13 Below, and it was like $7. I'm like, ah. Oh. You have to wait for the train. It's a dollar off beers. Yeah, when yeah, <laughs> yeah. the train goes past. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, so like the west side of Cincinnati, and I, we don't go to the east side that much. I feel like it's still one of those places where like you can go to a bar and they can be like, hey, it's a $10 minimum on cards. You just got two beers. You either need to get a third one or mm-hmm. keep your tab open. And people are like, wait, Where did this what? <laughs> Cabana on the river. Cabana on the yeah. river. We, we sat at the bar and we watched, we people watched while waiting for the table. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a $10 minimum. And so people were ordering like two Coors Lights or two Bud Lights. And they're like, okay, you either need to, and they're trying to pay with card. And it's, you either need to order a third, order one, a third one or leave this open and come back. <laughs> hmm. And so they just Super cheap. get a third one and oh, call yeah. it a day. Yeah. yeah. You get a third one. So for, for and we went breweries. down the street and it was seven other beers at 13 below. But, but, you, but would you rather much better. pay? Right. I was going to say, mm-hmm. would you rather pay, you know, $7 for a pint versus $3 for, you know, the, the macro beer that they have there because of what, of what the brewery is, what it, it represents oh. more so than so i would and maybe part of the problem of the west side is the west side is the west side <laughs> yes it is and yeah yes, people are is. used to those three or four dollar light beers and well it's okay. yingling too i mean yingling is probably just as good as you know any lager that you would get at but yingling below. is also still craft mm-hmm. Te- you know it is we, we yeah, covered this on one of our recent yeah. episodes right? it's it's lower it, sam adams is the standard for craft mm-hmm. our boston beer and i guess yingling technically does lower than sam adams so, so that brings up kind of a good question since where you guys are now we'll just we'll just say that the two closest spots for you guys and just people in your area in general to mm-hmm. to go and drink are 13 below and cabana so a brewery and a bar if do you think that adding more breweries in that area within like a 10 minute drive a 10 minute little radius to 13 below using that as kind of ground zero mm-hmm. 
do you think that that would be embraced by the community and kind of get people to go, yeah, we could go over here for these $3 beers, but man, we have these five or six places, these three places we could go where the beer's a little more expensive, but man, you get this environment that's totally different. You get yeah, these beers that are that's tough. so much better, so much more robust. So would adding... And again, this is a little bit of a stray from the too many breweries question. Yeah. Right. I think right. they would need they to have, have to di- differentiate from the competition. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, I think that's, this goes back to your question. Are there too many craft beers, craft breweries in Cincinnati? Um, probably not, but it's probably harder to open a craft brewery. You have to have your niche. Mm-hmm. You have to have that draw to come in. And bring those people in because there's so many options. Yeah. Or it's like, this is my established spot. This is where I normally go. What's going to draw me into this new place that just opened? You have to have something different. Yeah. So if you have two places and each place has, you know, two lagers, two IPAs, a stout and, I don't know, a seltzer, who knows, whatever. You're probably going to keep going to your same spot because you can maybe get that same variety at another place, even though... They're going to taste different. Well, They're going to be to, different. Has yeah. to be, there has to be, you have, there has to be something different. And okay. location can be something that sure. is different. Sure. And, um, and so bringing... Like, because the beer price is probably going to be the same. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be $7 mm-hmm. um, as a price point. That's just the reality of, of our economic situation right now. Right. Um, so using the location as an example between 13 Below and West Side, yeah. they're both fantastic beers, different beers, but when you go to 13 Below, they have kind of an attached yard area in front mm-hmm. and behind that you can let your kids run around and while you're drinking a beer. Yeah. And now Westwood has the door up. Well, but that you sit across the street. It's, yeah. it's not part of that establishment. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's part of the door. Yes, you can, you know, absolutely do that, but... You still have to take a little more of a risk at West Side if you want to go there with your kids, have a West Side beer, and have your kids run around. It's definitely more yeah. Whereas 13 Below, yeah. so you can go have a craft beer there. Kids mm-hmm. can run around, but you're not having to try to walk them across the street or having to do any extra work. So would that be a different a, a, uh, The a parking situation factor? at West Side has changed. True. Probably True. for the worst, in my opinion. Because they've added in more fault. businesses mm-hmm. and they've taken yeah. away parking spots. But so... Bringing it to the to the fact that we have kids. If it's Friday night mm-hmm. and we don't have any idea what we're going to do for dinner, we have a list of like 10 places that we cycle through of, okay, where is it that we're going to go tonight? Mm-hmm. Um, 13 Below usually ends up mildly high on that list because we know we're going to like the beer. We know that they have food and mm-hmm. it's food that the kids are going to eat. Mm-hmm. And they have an outdoor space where we can not let them be wild heathens necessarily, but they can run around and kick a soccer ball around mm-hmm. without me having to be hyper attentive to, are they going to knock a beer out of someone's hand? Because right. they're going to play 10 feet away from everybody that's drinking. And that plays into the Olympic Games of being a parent at a brewery <laughs> that you guys talked about on one of your, your earlier yes. episodes. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so for you guys, opening up a couple new breweries in Cincinnati, what do you think needs to be part of that new brewery to make it successful in the area and that could be you know similar to what we've talked about you know outdoor space is it the aesthetic being different is it just being super unique and creative with your beers what do you guys think just personal opinion the next new brewery that opens what what should it have that'll make you go i'm glad this is now a part of cincinnati craft beer and not just 
Oh, look, another brewery. Does that make sense? Yeah, can they have an indoor all, play all place so I can sure, just like this, throw this the is... kids in there and be like, hey, y'all are having fun. <laughs> just like Ikea. Mama's just over here sipping her beer. Just no ball pits. <laughs> no ball pits. No, thank you. It's just, just like Ikea. <laughs> Nastiest area of a play place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like Ikea where there's a, uh, a, a kids area. Yeah. And, and like the daycare kind of said, yeah. I don't even care if like, pack if, if you say like, area. you have to wear socks. You can't bring any food or beverage inside. Mm -hmm. After nine o'clock at night, you say, okay, this is a free for all. Like we know this can hold X amount of pounds mm -hmm. as long as there are less than 40 people in this structure. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> I will but, watch but, from the outside no, going, no, no oh my God. But think of how much 22-year-old me would have loved that. Sure, sure. Yeah. And two-year-old you would have loved to be up at uh, 9 p.m. Yeah, I mean, my, my two-year-old's going to be in bed by then. Yeah. But let the big, big kids yeah. go have fun with it too. So for, <laughs> so for you guys, do you feel that there need to be more breweries in Cincinnati that are more family friendly or maybe i don't want to say specifically kid friendly because you know <laughs> kid friendly brewery we got no, all your name whatever i don't think but a brewery is no i mean it, parent friendly is probably the word mm -hmm. that i would use yeah. um because i in that like case, even as a parent i don't want to be somewhere where kids are running around the tap room like yeah. maniacs mm -hmm. it gives it puts me on edge i don't know if somebody's gonna back up and all of a sudden they're in a trip a kid or sure. a kid's going to run into somebody that's carrying three beers. And now all those beers in that glassware goes everywhere. Right. Right. Um, there right. are definitely limits to how, quote, kid friendly you can probably be as a brewery. Right. Yeah. Um, for me, food options, whether it's I have an anchor that's next door that will drop food off if there isn't a food truck there or having an in-house food option mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those are big things for me because i have to think about what are my kids going to be doing if i have them with me while i'm sure. there it's really easy to just say here have some fries or have some pizza you guys can be munching on that while we're drinking a beer versus how am i going to entertain you while i'm drinking a beer right um that makes sense to yeah. me it's a formula right it's location plus uh, beer plus aesthetic plus parking plus but, but we still have like there is still no limit in Cincinnati like mm -hmm. there are still pieces of all those that you guys feel we haven't reached as yet. long as you differentiate yourself and you try to poke through the competition mm -hmm. there has to be a reason why people come to you mm -hmm. and um, I don't think to Elijah's point I don't think anyone could ever I, there's probably room to compete with Rheingeist. It's going to be very hard if that's your goal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to just do the neighborhood bar, there's plenty of mm -hmm. mark, there's plenty of room for that. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, so it, I think it's just, it's, it's more difficult than it was probably 10 years ago mm -hmm. to open a craft brewery. Um, probably it takes more... Uh, planning like and you don't necessarily have the, like the wiggle room of oh this place just opened let me go again in three months and see how the beers mm -hmm. taste versus when they open now it's mm -hmm. if they're not good when you open plus, peace yeah. out, i'm gonna go back plus to my normal the, spot the yeah taste is subjective but if if people don't like your product when you open you're basically done i feel like yeah or if you don't yeah. say like if you don't pull like um these days we'll go with like a braxton labs model mm -hmm. of this is our West Coast IPA number one. And the next time you come over, we have West Coast IPA number three on draft. 
where you're saying, okay, this is a recipe that's always changing. Well, that's if part I, of the brand, though. That's the yeah. niche. Yeah, well, that's part of the niche. Sure, but, so yeah, it's like, yeah. but if you go to a brewery and you have a beer and you enjoy that beer, and then next time you go, could be two or three months later, and you have that same beer and they've done something to tweak it without telling you about it, that makes you a little bit more hesitant about the brand as well. Unless they're improving it. But, but again, mm-hmm. like Joe, like you said, taste is subjective. For some people, they might say that change made it better. Other people might say it was great the yeah. way it was. Yeah. But yeah. Braxton Labs, that was part of the brand, right? Not, well, oh, yeah, lab, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know? absolutely. But yeah. if I'm going to Fable Brewworks, which I haven't been, I've heard great things. You should go. But um, if... Where can we get food nearby? Because we want to do that. <laughs> they have food trucks almost every day. I We've only been there once. There's a Gold Star Light, or um, Skyline three minutes away i'm not oh, allowed nice. to take joe to gold star so it's a, it, it, it's, it's a skyline i don't know why i said gold star it's a skyline i'm I admit are you it. from cincinnati born and raised and i've never made it out of the west side so i don't know what just happened to me there no, but, uh, but if you take fable Brewworks, um i've heard great things mm-hmm. um and their brand isn't necessarily about the beer it's about the aesthetic mm-hmm. but from what we've been told, the beer is also Phenomenal. very, yes. very good. Okay, yes. but if I go there and sure. I don't like the beer, hypothetically, I've never been, but mm-hmm. if I go there and their niche isn't, well, this is like a science lab or whatever, and we're tweaking it. If I don't like their beer and it's 40 the, minutes away. The space could be so cool, but if there's not an extra yeah, drive, you're, you're not going to go. drive there just to sit in right. underneath the, the clouds with the lightning. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right. So yeah. they have one chance to grab me, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and any new brewery that opens, it's going to be the same Really, thing. I'm not really their target audience. I live 45 minutes away or whatever. But we're kind of nerds. So we're kind of their audience. You're kind of their target. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so and I, I feel you on that. I, I'm I'm very much in the same boat. I'm I I'm not close to fabled, mm-hmm. but you know, I they have there's one something shot. new, mm-hmm. right? Like right. one shot to impress you, right? And make it like a once in a life, you know, once in a, every three they, months. They they want once it to, every. You it know, needs to be a months. destination. Yeah, and this yeah. is this is where your bartenders or your beer tenders. Mm-hmm. can make a very big difference because yeah. like early days of brink we loved moosey we still love moosey mm-hmm. it's just been a hot yeah. second since we've yeah. had it and i remember i was like okay i've got a crap i got a growler in the back of my car because crowlers were a figment of our imagination sure. at that point right. we had howlers um but i had a growler in the back of my car i was like i'm gonna stop at brink on my way home from work i'm gonna pick up a growler a moosey because this is the only way that we're gonna have moosey this weekend mm-hmm. and we really want to have it and i show up and I'm like, hey, I want to get a pint and I want to get a growler of Moosey. And the bartender, who I'm pretty sure still works there, was like, uh, I'm not I'm not really supposed to be giving out growlers of Moosey right now because we only have so much, so much right. left and it's really popular. And I was like, OK, that's fine. Let me look at the board and see what else it is that I want to get because mm-hmm. I love yeah. all your beers, so it's fine. And then he's like, well... <laughs> Don't tell anybody I did this. And he quickly yeah. pours me yeah. a growler of Muzi, and I'm like, "Sweet, this is awesome!" Right. Um, and, and, and a that, lot of it is the experience, but you have yeah. to go there. You can't just have a brewery open up. And and for me, there there's so much room for more breweries in Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, again, there are still street corners without breweries on them, and it's a shame. I'm always excited for a new brewery to open up, but to use to kind of stick with the fabled example. When they announced what they were doing and started doing some pictures of some of their concepts, this was before they even mentioned the beers that they were going to try to have. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, why am I so excited about? Like, what is it yeah. about this brewery that has me, like, level 11 excited about it? <laughs> where you have, you know, the Southern Outpost opening and, you know, Wandering Monster coming down the line. And, oh. these are, and I'm like, I'm not... I'm only like level eight excited about what is different. And I think it's that because it was because you're a fucking nerd. <laughs> I, I think it was every, every, not every, most of the breweries that are opening are very much a, a very similar aesthetic. They're, yeah. they're mm -hmm. all different. They all have little, you know, their own personalities. I'm not trying to discredit that, but it's all very similar. And then all of a sudden you have this brewery where it's like out of left field. It's a nerd paradise. Yeah. Well, the, even, even if it wasn't just so much is different about what they were projecting yeah. mm -hmm. that you weren't seeing. And I'm like, this is fantastic. It's different. It's new. It's fresh. Hell yeah. We need more of this. We need mm -hmm. more of those little things that are unique to, to do that. And, and John, you have, you have headphones on and a mic in front of you. <laughs> what do you think? Does Cincinnati have too many breweries? And if so, okay. Why do you think there are too many? And if not, what do you think is going to be a good way of of keeping that growth going and not having people burn out on, well, here comes another one to do a DJ call, you know, Colin. Yeah, the market is really thick. <laughs> Shelf space right now. Media closer. Market space is the big, big factor here. Mm -hmm. When you're trying to grow your brand and fight for shelf space, you mm -hmm. already have these super huge established breweries, Ryan Geist, Mad Tree. Um, and then you have Columbus people coming down. Our beer shelf life. I don't know. It's just weird fluctuation. So are you looking more from like a distribution? I'm, yeah, I'm looking for standpoint. Okay, okay, that's cool because we because we haven't talked about that at all with any of this. So yeah, that's awesome. When you, when you look at that, you kind of see all the trends that are happening. You see, well, this style isn't selling, but this is from this small brewery, and they're doing very well for mm -hmm. themselves. So. I want to see more breweries. Don't get me wrong. I, as a beer nerd, I love going to new places and seeing X and Y. Mm -hmm. But at this point, distribution is going to be hard within Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. Your cake space, you're fighting against some of the top players sure. in the city. Sure. And beyond. Absolutely. Yeah, Plus, yeah. you're sending it to other states if you need to do that. Mm -hmm. That's a whole different story. But... At this point, you have to have a location-based brewery, I think. Mm -hmm. So you have to have something cool. It has to be an old place. I, I, I don't think the warehouse is cutting it anymore. I would agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm yeah. kind of tired of this garage door. Garage doors are great. When I, I like the garage true. doors, it's but fun, throw but something else in there, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Industrial is yeah, it's old. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I want to yeah. go to somewhere cool and drink beer. Yeah. yeah, that works. Which you know, I mean, that and kind of throwing distribution into the mix is a is a whole another topic that could take you know even more time than than what we have. But thank you guys for chiming in on on that question because you know it's been a WCPO article. A couple of the different podcasts recently have talked about: Are there too many breweries? Do we have too many. Is there room for more? And yeah. I know that everyone in this room is like, give us as many, you know, again, <laughs> I want one next door to like on either side of my house. I mean, if, if I don't have one that I can just look left and right and throw a stone and hit one, we don't have enough. But well, I would say there is a limit there. There is, there is an equilibrium. Sure. Of, 
I don't know that we hit it. Will there's, we there's know always, we haven't hit, hit the you'll know once you There's always hit gonna it. be a revolving door of craft breweries. True. Like like not everything. One might close, one might open, one might close, you know. That's yeah. true. That's true. So there's always gonna be a revolving door. Um that's just the way the market goes. Well, and so many places are opening up second tap rooms right now, too. True. You've got high wire, fretboard, and instruments that are all going to be. Which I'm kind of. Which I'm kind of okay with that because if I have another place to go to that you know fretboard that's a little closer than one of the other locations, mm-hmm. I'm perfectly fine with that. To me, a second tap room, as long as I'd love to see them actually making beer in those spaces well, and have it be an actual brewery, but I don't think that that. Those additional tap rooms takes away from the too many breweries question, you know, because sure. again, it's a it's potentially a closer location or a different aesthetic, a different environment for me to drink mm-hmm. what I already know is going to be good beer in. Well, I mean, one of the things I, I mentioned earlier was how, as a destination beer city, having a bunch of breweries within walking distance of each other mm-hmm. is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes it very easy to be a bruise traveler. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and there are very few places and, in Cincinnati that we can really do that in. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, over the Rhine's like what, the, one of big one, one of my my, you know, and I'm I'm a homer for this, but one of my favorite things is going to Northside and going to Urban Artifact mm-hmm. and then to Humble Monk and then to Higher Gravity. Yep. And yep. Yeah, that's easily walkable. They're all. I get great beer at all the places. And it's all different. And, and it's all very different. Yeah. It's a and it's, huge variety. Yeah. It's yeah. so much oh fun God, to do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the difference from Humble Monk to Urban Artifact. Yeah. I just and, need and a Dora. And they're great. From, for, for, that, Why is Northside not a Dora? Why is Northside not a Dora? Because Hamilton Avenue is a death trap. I mean, there is that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but? But because Joe would yeah. order all the Humble Monk beers while I'm ordering all the Urban Artifact beers. And it's not because yeah. Joe doesn't like Urban Artifact and I don't like Humble Monk. It's because there's like three sour beers that Joe tolerates slash really? mildly really, there's enjoys. There's one. There's, what, there's what one is, that he likes. What is it? Gadget. Gadget's gadget? the only oh, one that you like. That's oh. the only one. Have you had Trinitite, which is the barrel-aged Gadget? No. Oh, we're gonna have to do, do that. Do you like the regular or the extra thick gadget? I doubt that he'll like the extra <laughs> thick. <laughs> so, so Trin- they, they, they Urban is pretty I, much. I don't drink Urban Artifacts. They, they've pretty much ended their barrel program, but oh, have they? Um, but I, I have some. a few. Bottles I mean, we talked Trinidad. about getting people in the door. You know, sour beer doesn't get me th- in the door. It's just not my thing. And that's yeah. And that's I, I didn't say yeah. beer. I didn't. Brad, right, right, you, you did you, not. You, you did not. <laughs> I did not say sour beer. So uh, like, it's okay. I'll drink your share of sours. There we go. So having places where there's yeah, an option balance. of. Okay, I can get the beers that I enjoy, but like I'm not going to buy a six pack of them because mm-hmm. then I have to drink the whole six pack. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then Joe still has all the beers that he'll drink, and like, okay, maybe I'm not in the mood for that today, so I'll go to this other place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That works out well. Um, I know we're moving more towards like the, because I went to one of these in Indianapolis, where it's like a giant warehouse of food trucks mm-hmm. and yeah. breweries. Yeah. So it's okay. I can get Greek food while my friend gets Mexican food while another friend gets Indian food and we all sit down at the same table and mm-hmm. can eat those things. Um, it's like a mall. Like the, Ed's, the Oakley Food Hall. So, yeah, yeah. Say Oakley Food Hall. Um, is in Factory 52 yeah, in Norwood doing similar so, thing. Yeah. Uh, the Clear, what's the food truck? Clear 
Clear Mountain Food Truck Park, very similar similar vibe there. Let's do that with breweries. Let's get mm -hmm. a bunch of different breweries, which all specialize in their own thing. In someone needs a to buy Dry area. County Mall and Forest Fair. Right? I mean, they're already raising <laughs> it, but just put an entire you know beer mecca there and then you can bring back the giant kids play place and i can throw just the kids in the, there for two hours just bring back the, the the um <laughs> all i want is the rube goldberg thing that they had oh there yeah that's, that's perpetual motion you, you don't want the uh, indoor ferris wheel mm, uh, that <laughs> terrifying that might get a little crazy with the drunks but <laughs> the drunk train at zulala is always a fun it's one. so much fun nice very nice. Well, thank you guys so much for chiming in on this conversation. It's a huge topic. Mm -hmm. It's not one that there are any right or wrong. Well, no, there is a right answer. We need more breweries, just yeah. period. Thanks for giving us a platform to talk on because we never talk about anything. No, else. no, ab absolutely not. Do. No one. Craft Parenting Podcast <laughs> at, at uh, yeah. YouTube and, and Facebook everywhere. and your podcatcher. Yep. Elijah, do you have anything? To, to shout out for where people can find you other than um, doing amazing trivia thing. And you, you can uh, find me on Instagram at Cincy Sours. Um, that's my beer-centric Instagram account. Um, Great pictures of sour beers you're drinking, by yeah. the way. And and not just sour beers sometimes. It's it's whatever I'm beers. drinking and yeah. feel like posting pictures of. But, um, yeah, that that's my, my beer-centric Instagram. Um, everywhere else, I'm usually Ishmael5. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, and so we can literally call you Ishmael. You can call me Ishmael. Yes, number five. Yes, number, number five. five. Because like there, combo number there five? were too many Ishmaels. <laughs> that is that were... your name? No, no. <laughs> it is now. Uh, yeah, it no, is I, now. I had a um, in elementary school. I had a friend whose dad gave all of his son's friends nicknames, and he gave me Ishmael from Moby Dick is my nickname. So. <laughs> So, uh, not your nickname from high school, but no, you're right. close enough. Uh, John Lee, is there anywhere that people can follow you or any of the things that you do, such as where you work, anything, or are you just a like, mystery? Other than like the tracking chip that I have in your shoe. Can drink from you. There's like stuff that you make, perhaps. Do you want to shout? If, if not, if you don't want to give any information on who you are other than... You can be an enigma. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Enigmas are, are fun. Just want to give you an opportunity. If there's anything you wanted to shout out, share, whatever, now's your chance. Yeah. Uh, I work out of this place, uh, Wiedemann. I make some uh, great lagers there. If you guys want to check out my work, please go have a beer. Sounds great. We've always great. had good right. beers there. And and Josh, to kind of throw you back over, is there anything that uh, that you want to shout out or share on, on you and who you Don't are? Don't find where? me. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find them. Yeah. yeah. What about producer David? Producer David doesn't exist tonight. We're back. <laughs> Marco, do you want to land this ship, or you just you just set it on course and you're done with it? He, he, oh. he has left the building. Yeah. I, this is my show now. And <laughs> Julia, this is our chance. Oh shit! <laughs> yes, let's do it. Tr truth, Julia, and pot sequences. <laughs> well, thank you all so very much, and uh, man, I just can't wait to uh, do something else. And we will be. Back. 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 Back.